Welcome to You Need Therapy, the happy people podcast, or in more realistic terms, the mental health podcast for young adults, where we talk about everything mental health related, and we have the conversations that no one wants to have because they're uncomfortable. So welcome to the community. I'm so glad you're here, and let's hop right in. Welcome back to Union Therapy. My name is Emily. If you are new here, I am the host of this podcast and I'm here to hold your hand through all the mental health ups and downs. If you are not new here, thank you so much for coming back and continuing to support this podcast and be a part of this family that just continues to grow, which makes me so, 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 so happy. Um, if you are new here, we start each episode with what I like to call my life breakdown, which is where I just kind of loop you guys in on what's been going on lately. But on episodes where we don't, or on episodes where we have guests, we don't do that because I like to just hop right into the conversation with the guests that we have on. And we were fortunate enough today to have a guest. So um, I got the wonderful opportunity to speak to Madeline Kivett. Um, she came on to talk about uh, LGBTQ plus mental health. I figured it'd be a wonderful episode to end Pride Month with. And so happy Pride Month. I hope everyone has had a wonderful, wonderful Pride Month and that you have celebrated and that you have held your loved ones close, that you have embraced yourself, that you have just been having a wonderful June. Um, So yeah, we're going to go ahead and get into this conversation with Madeline. She is the owner of the Instagram page, Your Mental Health is Priority, and she runs that page with two other people who she talks about. Um, when she introduces herself in the page. She also speaks in schools about mental health, which I thought was really awesome. Um, So yeah, she was such a blast to talk to. I'm very excited for you guys to hear our conversation. So we're just going to go ahead and get right into it. Well, thank you so much for coming on my podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, So I think we're just going to jump right in because everything's recording. Um, So if you want to just like introduce yourself first and just tell everyone a little bit about yourself and your platform and stuff. Okay, yeah. Um, My name is Madeline Kivett. I am 19 years old. I just turned 19 in May. Um, So I'm approaching my sophomore year of college. Um, My major is still kind of like undecided. I don't really know. I mean, I've kind of, like, gone back and forth from, like, a bunch of things, but I'm not, like, certain on, like, what I want to do yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of just, you know, like, taking my basics, figuring it out. Um, I am the, like, founder, owner of the Your Mental Health is a Priority account. Um, and we, I, I started it in 2021. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, September of 2021. And I had just been struggling a lot with my mental health. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of, like, was eager to be able to bring, like, hope to other people. Um, I went through a lot, like, my junior year of high school and things like that. And so, like, after, like, following COVID, mm-hmm. um, I wasn't anything, like, really talked about health mm-hmm. or the things that kind of went into struggling with it. Um, so it was kind of like a, I don't know, I felt, like, alone for a long time. So I was like, oh, like... I don't know if anyone else around me, like, really understands this or gets this. Um, so the goal, like, with the account and, like, the really just, like, starting it was just, like, okay, like, you know, I can show other people um, that, you know, it's okay to be okay, not be okay, and, like, we don't have to be perfect all the time. Um, and then I had reached out to Bella and asked her if she wanted to join me because she was struggling with her mental health a little bit, too. And there were a a couple of things that, like, went on within, like, our town and, like, community that kind of just, like, you know, like, pushed us to want to do it more because we were just being shown, like, you know, that people didn't care about mental health as much as they should. Mm -hmm. Um, And then in November, we added Alex to the account. Um, November's Men's Health Month, which I think this month is, too. I get confused, but um, we, we just we met him through the account. And so he had reached out. I saw that he was really involved um, and we became friends. And then I decided to add him to the account and he's been a great addition and like just so passionate about mental health. It's been great to kind of like connect with him and especially like having like a young guy, like who's, you know, can show other guys our age that it's okay to, you know, struggle and deal with things was like super important. Mm -hmm. 
That's awesome. I really like that you you do have a younger male on there. Um, that's one of the things that like kind of drew me to your account is because like you don't see that a lot ever in in teenage and in young adult men, which is awesome. crazy that you found someone like that. I it was crazy because I just like noticed him on our live a bunch. And okay. so I finally decided to reach out to him and I was like, hey, like, you know, like what's going on? Like you seem to like really be passionate about this and then that was in like June of 2022 mm-hmm. and so we became friends then and we were friends all the I mean when he actually came so I live in South Carolina but he lives in Indiana mm-hmm. so he came to North Carolina for his fall break oh. and I drove to where they were staying because it wasn't very far it was like an hour away mm-hmm. and we got to spend the day do some stuff and it was just so cool to like meet him in person and like you know but like we're he's truly one of my best friends we have like you know he's he's awesome and um I know that he wants to do something in the mental health field. So I'm just like stoked that like, I kind of got to kickstart that for him and like have him be involved and everything. So it's been super, super. That's awesome. I love that. And I love the reason that you wanted to start the account in the first place. Cause that's essentially the same reason why I started mine and started mm-hmm. the podcast. So I love that. I love that we can connect on that. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so I was really excited to bring you on because the biggest thing that I noticed on your account was LGBTQ mental health um, and how much you're talking about that during Pride Month. And I figured this would be the perfect episode to end Pride Month with as well. Absolutely. Um, So let's first I just want to talk about because we're talking about LGBTQ mental health um, in your opinion, because I feel like for people who get are like so against you know, pride and, and all that. They're like, why do you need it? What the heck? So in your opinion, for those people that might be listening, why is it so important to have Pride Month? Um, so I, I feel like my, I feel like my, um, my love and like empathy for people in the LGBTQ like community really comes from firsthand experiences that I've seen within like my family and my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a part of the LGBTQ Mm-hmm. but I my members who are my sister actually came out as bisexual in high school and she had friends that were like super against it and basically like told her that they couldn't be friends anymore and all this stuff mm-hmm. um and so I think that it's just really important to have like this time to be able to show these people that like they are supported and loved mm-hmm. um because I think the time when we don't like pride isn't going on and, and people aren't talking about it uh, I think that the people within the LGBTQ plus community get a lot more hate than people think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really sad to see, honestly, because um, I, I just, I can't imagine like being in a position where I could like hate anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, people are simply just like this and being who they are and loving who they love. Like it's like hard to see that like, they're getting ashed and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do, I really do think that pride is a time where like we all get to come together and like celebrate those people mm-hmm. because sometimes people live like their whole lives, like not coming out because they're terrified of what other people are going to think mm-hmm. or they're scared. They're not going to be like accepted. Mm-hmm. And when I went to the pride festival in my town, like on Saturday, it was just like a huge reminder that like, holy moly, like we have a huge community of people who support these people and love these people. And it was just great to see. Because it's like, this is a time where we need to be people because the strength and the courage that it takes, like, be able to come out and, you know, be themselves and everything is a lot harder, I think, than people give people credit for. Yeah, I definitely, I agree. I And I love that you, you mentioned that, you know, within every, all the other time that's not Pride Month, there's a lot more hate than we think and that was something so I I'm I'm a lesbian um and I didn't come out until I'm 21 now I didn't come out till I was about 19 and I came out as bisexual first and then I was like slowly like um no I don't like men at all (laughs) but I I have a girlfriend now and just like being out in public just like the looks and the the like snide little like kind of whispers is something that I didn't realize was going to be a thing, and I, I, I didn't think about it, um, 
So that was crazy to see how much that actually does happen, which was is baffling, especially, especially, unfortunately, I feel like more in the South too, it happens. Cause I'm from Colorado. And so I was raised very, you know, just that stuff wasn't, didn't happen as much, I guess. And then I moved here and I was like, oh wow, that's, nope, it's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Pride Month is amazing and so important for other people. Is it also a time that can be maybe tougher for, you know, members of the community mental health wise if they're not out or if they have, you know, unsupportive family members and stuff like that? Right. Yeah, I I definitely I definitely think that it whereas like it's really like you know, good to like celebrate and support these people like throughout this month. Um, I know that it definitely can also be hard for people who aren't out. Mm -hmm. And I did a live with um, one of my good friends, Matt, that I met through the account like a couple weeks ago. And, you know, he talked about his story and how he was, didn't come out until he was 26. Mm -hmm. And it's like this shell of never being himself. He grew up in a home where that kind of stuff wasn't accepted Mm -hmm. um, because they different views and it just wasn't you know something that was ever considered mm-hmm. um but being like i feel like it can be difficult you know people who aren't out like they get to go like see all these other people celebrate themselves and celebrate their relationships and it's like deep down like you know that these people want to be able to do that mm-hmm. but it's like fear of you know being i guess like disowned by their family like not accepted um which i've seen firsthand from people that I'm close with which um, and so it's definitely can be a hard, just as much as, you know, a good time of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so as much as I, everybody gets to celebrate in June, like, I think it's important for people to not forget that, like, we need to celebrate these people all year because right. their strength and courage um, and walking, you know, in this life that isn't accepted by everyone is admirable, like, all year round, not just one month out of the year, yeah. which I think. That's perfect. I love that so much. Um, Yeah, I think, I mean, that was my biggest thing when coming out was like that kind of fear of getting disowned, Um, especially with my dad, you know. So when you have that kind of family, when you have that immediate family that you might not even necessarily have a good relationship with, but it's still like your family and you still, there's that need of approval. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. but, you know, be yourself. It's amazing. Um, so, like you were saying, kind of society and, and the people in your community and, and people in maybe your state, depending on where you live, that plays a big role in in how you feel, how you view yourself, if you're going to come out or not. What is your best piece of advice to push past that, to love yourself, to be yourself unapologetically? I honestly think that just speaking from like the experience that I've had watching other people, mm-hmm. um, I think, I guess my biggest advice would just be that like the people you're gonna, you're always gonna have people in your life who don't like something that you do mm-hmm. or do like something that you do, you know? And it's like, I, th- I think that it's like, you know, even if your parents or people like that, like don't accept you, like there are going to be people who love you and accept you for who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hate to like, you know, say that because it's like, you know, a lot of times like you don't want to have to have like relationships with your parents and your family because that's tough. And like all you really want is for them to accept you, but you can't live like in a shell your whole life, like never being who you are and never being happy to please everyone else mm-hmm. uh, because life at the end of the day like you have to do it's ne- I always tell people this is like it's not selfish to put your first before other people mm-hmm. and some, I think in this situation it's like sometimes you have to and I know it's hard but it's like one of those things that you work towards mm-hmm. um and so I guess like my big advice would just be to just you know hang on to those people that you know accept you and love you for hard mm-hmm. um try to you know spend a lot of time with them and have like support and I think, like, eventually, I mean, some parents come around and some don't. You know, some family who is not accepting, some of them do end up coming around. But, like, with me, it's kind of relatable, like, about my mental health. Like, I was so terrified that people would, like, judge me and be ashamed 
Um, and, and I did lose a lot of friends through like the process of me, like, you know, getting diagnosed with mental health and then not being able to go to school. And then mm-hmm. people always having to come to see me cause I could never leave. Like it was that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, you, you will find out who, the, who your real people are, you know, in your life, but it's just really important to hold like those people who support you and love you close to you. Uh, and other people, you know, it's when, when they have a problem with how you are happy, that becomes their problem, not mm-hmm. yours. I really like that. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> no, I I love that though because like at the end of the day you don't need people around that are going to tear you down mm-hmm. at all. And like you're saying you kind of find out who those people are when you decide to to come forward about something or to be yourself and I think that's really important because the people that really do matter are not going to have an issue with it um and unfortunately that might not be you know a parent or something but you know once you're old enough to move out or something you there you can completely get away from from that and I remember I did an episode it was a like few years back on like surrounding yourself with a healthy circle is gonna greatly you know boost your mental health and and help with that and that has definitely been something I have experienced for Yeah, no. And see, that's the biggest thing to me is that like, it's your life. It's not anybody else's. Mm-hmm. Um, and essentially like you're the only person like in your whole entire life, like you're the only person that can't walk out of your life. Like anyone, like your parent, family, sister, brother, whoever it is, like anyone that comes into your life can't walk out, mm-hmm. but you're the person that you have to live with 24 seven for the rest of your life. And so I think it's it's super important to just, you know, like, be the best version of yourself, be the, the version of yourself that makes you the happiest. Mm-hmm. And the people, who, you know, can't accept that, love you for who you are, like, they, they probably don't need to be, you know, in your corner all the time, in your space all the time. And like you said, like, even if that is a parent, like, I know that's hard, but mm-hmm. sometimes you just have to do what's best for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I... I love that you you mentioned that, you know, you're the only person that you're going to have around forever. Because that's a really good segue into the next question, actually. Um, because, like, there's that, there's that pushing past society's expectations is a big part of it. But, and I think this is the biggest thing that I personally struggled with was internalized homophobia and that internalized judgment. Because I was raised in... I was raised very, very Catholic, and it was the very, very Catholic that was like, this is a sin, says in the Bible right here, don't do it. Like, I, I, I was raised with my dad telling me that there was something wrong with gay people, you know, and, and saying those exact words. And I knew probably around the time I was eight. And then so, like, knowing that and then hearing that, that created a big clash in my head. There was that that a lot of internalized homophobia that I had to to get past because I was judging myself, and then I would be judging others. Right. Um, so how do you how do you you know get past that? Honestly, I like so just being totally like obvious, and I think anyone not obvious, honest, anyone who follows me like on Instagram, my personal like knows this, but like. I'm very liberal and my mm-hmm. parents very liberal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that it, they've always been because I don't really have like any recollection of like when I was younger, like what, what we believed in or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like, I grew up in the church. My sister grew up in the church. I still go to church. Um, and so it's one of those things where like my grandma and like, you know, my whole family, like some of them are very like Republican conservative, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with my sister, like, she always felt very accepted by my mom and dad because it was like, they have always told us and like preached to us that we are to love other people, you know, just as we would want to be loved. Um, no matter what they are, like they could be purple. They could be a dinosaur. Like you love them. <laughs> like, yeah. how it is. If you come into contact with them, you treat them like, you know, them, like you love them. Um, and so that's just kind of like how I grew up. Like, even though I grew up in the church and my parents and my you know my family was very christian like i just was like oh okay so like thinking about the whole like you know well well what if someone's gay like that was never a thought to me i was like okay like if they are like 
I love them like I love everyone else. It's just one of those. Um, but like when, with my sister, it was like, you know, it was her friends who were very like Christian, like this, this is the Bible, you can't do this. And honestly, I think it's, it's more so like, society is always going to have something to say and you're never going to be good enough for society. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's, there's beauty standards. There's, they want you to dress a certain way. You have to do this or you're not normal. And and that's what I hate the most is that like judge judgment comes from, I think, I personally think judgment comes from a place of like lack of knowledge mm-hmm. because it's like, if you really knew what it felt like to, you know, feel like this and, and be like, this is who I am. And I can't like, there's, I can do about that. Like, this is who I am. This is who I love. Um, I, I don't feel, I feel like you would have a really hard time judging someone for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really think that like, you, you just take it with, you say like, okay, like this is where they're coming from because they're clearly, maybe they're not educated on it. Maybe they don't know how this feels. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, okay, like that's fine. Like that's them, but I can still be me and I can still be, you know, like who I am and love who I love because of, that I have about how this feels Mm -hmm. and like the same way with mental health like when people make fun of people who have suicidal thoughts or are anxious and everything it's like if you live through a suicidal thought you were anxious at some point in your life like I feel like it'd be really hard to judge someone else for feeling that way right because Mm -hmm. um so I really just think it comes from not knowing what it feels like and that's what I try to tell people about like when when we talk about like transgender like I don't it feels like to feel like I'm in the wrong body Mm -hmm. you know and I can't imagine that. And I wouldn't wish that for anybody because that has to be terrible, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't, I don't feel like I can judge anyone because mm-hmm. I don't know how it feels, you know, like I don't. And so I think that's the biggest thing is just take it with a grain of salt, you know, like they don't know, they don't know how this feels maybe. And, and, and it comes back to the whole, like, if they want to judge, like if they don't like me, then that's their problem now. It's not mine. Yeah. So. That's kind of like the best way I would put it. <laughs> no, that was great. I really, I really like the the mention of that lack of knowledge because that's always been what I bring up too. And you know, because I I've gotten with my family, I've gotten in some heated debates um, about, especially transgender. There's so, most of my family members have come around to the whole like gay thing. And they're like, okay, well, you your girlfriend's nice enough. It's fine, um, but transgender is still such a big iffy topic for a lot of my family members and I'm like they're like well I just don't get it I'm like but you don't know you like you visit I'm like do you feel like you're in the wrong body like do you feel like you were born in the wrong body they're like well no then I'm like then you're not gonna get it so why are you judging no and that's the big the biggest thing too and it is like it it's not for you to understand yeah you know like, and that's what I tell people all the time, because, like, I go to schools and talk to students about, like, mental health and stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it's not, like, what you think or you're not understanding is not for you to understand. Mm-hmm. It's for them to understand, and that's it. Like, they they understand what's happening in their body. Mm-hmm. They understand that it's uncomfortable because they feel like they're, they're, they were born in the wrong body. Mm-hmm. Now, they're going to do what they can to make themselves comfortable, and that has nothing to do with us. Yeah. And so that's what I, and that's what I try to tell people because everyone's like, oh, like the Bible says this and science and no, no, no. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. People, like, yeah, these people, like transgender people, gay people, like none of these people are going away. People are always going to be gay. People are always going to, like, you might as well just get over it. Like it's 2023, you might as well just get over it. I, yeah. But, no, definitely. Um, and like, I, I love that, that no, none, no part of the LGBTQ community is going away. And the fact is that these people have always been here, too. It's just, I love my, my, I think the funniest thing is when they're like, um, it's just because it's, like, trendy now to be, you know, something different. And I'm like, no, it's just because we're not, like, getting arrested for it anymore. (laughs) And it's definitely not (laughs) trendy to, like, feel, uh, no, no. Because it's definitely not, like trendy to be gay and like have like people not accept you and love you for who you are like no what the heck like I hate it oh it aggravates me (laughs) no I know I get it but I I also love that your mention of the the mental health like people it's not for people to understand too because like that is such a that's something I've struggled with a lot and and like I recently got diagnosed with bipolar disorder (laughs) 
And I was like, I was talking to my therapist and I was like, I don't know how to explain it to like anyone. I like, I don't, I I don't know how to explain what it feels like. And I know it sounds like I'm crazy. And she's like, but it's not for anyone else to understand. Like you can, you don't need to, to, you know, jump through all these hoops to try to explain this. You just need to, you know, do what's best for you. And like, you know, that's been like taking meds and, you know, of course there's the judgment on that too, (laughs) that, you know, that's, you know, not good or whatever. I'm like, well, it makes me not depressed. So I'm going to keep doing it. No, and that's exactly how I've been, too, because I started taking medicine, oh, like, two years ago, two and a half years ago now, mm-hmm. and I actually just switched because I couldn't go up any higher on the one I was taking, mm-hmm. but it's, like, don't you want to, like, try some things to, like, do it yourself? Like, no, I know how to get myself out of a panic attack. That's great, but... I can't, I can't fight these battles by myself. I gotta have a little bit of something to help me. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, I feel like, again, when, when people aren't in that and they don't understand, like, yes, you can have the tools to figure out all this stuff by yourself, but it's exhausting. It is. And, like, you need, you need a hand sometimes. And that was, like, my biggest thing I was trying to tell my therapist. I was, like, I'm so tired. Mm Because with the bipolar, it was, like, really, like, I'm productive, I'm super happy, and then it would just, like, drop. And yeah. then I was, like, so depressed. And I was so tired of the up and down. I was, like, I can't keep doing this. No. And she was, like, well, you don't have to. There's meds. And I was really iffy at first, too, because, again, with my dad, on the podcast, you'll notice the theme of me talking shit about my dad most of the time. <laughs> That's for a reason. But he's, like, he's the super, like, holistic approach to everything. Like, you don't need meds. You just need – he literally told me when I told him I was getting on meds, he goes, you just need more protein, Emily. I was like, yeah, no, sure, I'll go get a scoop of peanut butter. That'll cure everything. Yep. <laughs> no, and see, that's the thing. It's like, I mean, my my almost every adult in my family is medicated for some kind of mental illness. So it's either like anxiety, ADHD, depression, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I come by all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everybody's just kind of like... We're all just kind of like medicating ourselves every day to just be, you know, be normal. And feel good. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I've been, I'm, I'm proudly medicated and I don't care what anyone says. Like yeah. I, I, when I'm not medicated, I'm like a monster because I'm depressed, like so depressed. So I'm like, give me it. <laughs> no, same. I'm like when I, cause I'll have like a night where I miss, I miss a dose. And then for the next like two days until it kicks back in, I'm I'm horrible and it's not even like I'm like I'm like I'm not trying to be you know snappy and I'm not trying to to be like all over the place but I'm like I can't I can't help it no no I'm the same way like I'm the same way so like finding this new medication has been like a journey because like it's trial and error every time you know but it's like uh Okay, but it's starting to work now, so I feel better than I have like the past couple weeks. Oh man, good. I know. I just I I have a I have an appointment with my psychiatrist on the thirtieth, and I'm like I need to up that I need to up that that bipolar antidepressant because she was working for a while and then she's not working so great anymore. Oh no, it comes and goes. It comes and goes. Ah, make it okay. And I'm like something just work the whole time. I know, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I well, got off on a little tangent, love that. <laughs> Next thing I want to ask is, because you are religious, I feel like you can give a really good point of view on this next question. When it comes to religion, I feel like there's that kind of clash against LGBTQ plus community. And I feel like... Not even just Christianity, but, you know, there's, you know, Mormons and and Catholics and all that stuff that kind of, the majority of what we see says that, you know, that's wrong. So what, if you want to have that relationship still with church, with, you know, religion, but you also want to either, you know, be a part of the community or be an ally, how do you kind of balance that and and have that have those two relationships still well so I um so yeah I am a Christian like I go to church and all that and I I post things about pride and 
LGBTQ plus to my story all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, always have those people who slide up on it and they're like, as a Christian, like we were sent here to, you know, like lead people out of sin. Um, and so like you supporting them is basically like being okay with them sinning and all this. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. first of all, I don't feel like being yourself and loving who you love is a sin. Mm-hmm. I understand that what the Bible says, and I get that. Um, but I interpret when the Bible says, like, man shall not lay with boy, I interpret that more as, like, pedophilia. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying that, like, maybe that's just me being me as whatever. But I, I don't think being gay is a mm-hmm. um, And there are people who will argue with that, obviously. But I just, I can't imagine, like, God sending you to hell because you are you're not hurting anyone you're being yourself you're living a happy life whatever um that just doesn't make sense to me Mm -hmm. and it also in the bible this is the one of the ones that's like the biggest is that like we we talk about like you know no sin is bigger than other Mm -hmm. so it's critical for to be like you're going to help you're gay but then they go to the bar on a saturday night and bring home some random girl and hook up with her Mm -hmm. and it's like okay well you just had sex before marriage and if we're gonna talk about sins then that's a sin too right um, so i don't like it when people pick and choose what parts of the bible they're going to relate to and mm-hmm. and practice and tell people mm-hmm. um i also think that pointing fingers at people and telling them what they can and cannot do and how they're going you know well how do you know where i'm going because have you, you haven't died and come back you haven't talked to jesus on the phone so last time i checked you have no idea what happens to us after we die um I believe in heaven, but I, I don't think you're going to hell for being gay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is one of the things, because the church that I go to, like our preacher, um, she's very, like, she loves all people and all that. So, like, I've never, we, I, I never sit in church and, like, am told that, like, you know, like, if you do this, you're going to hell, like, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. We have gay couples that go to church with us. So it's just, like, I, I don't feel like I've, like, grown up in the church environment that says, like, you know, Mm-hmm. this is what you have to do and if you don't whatever but um i mean there definitely have been those people who have tried to tell me that like i'm wrong and like i'm gonna go to hell because i'm supporting them and like i'm okay with them going to hell and it's just like you know what like they're at the gates of heaven there's this man called saint peter he sits at the gates of heaven and he kind of just like decides like who goes in and who doesn't mm-hmm. and as far as i'm concerned what you do with your life is between you and him when you get there i don't care like what other people are doing is not my business um and i don't feel like i I don't feel like it's my place to be able to tell you that like you being yourself loving who you love and being happy and hurting no one is wrong Mm. to me it's not and like i just to me like essentially like you judging other people for being gay or whatever you know that's all that's i mean that's kind of hypocritical because Mm. judging so it's like you know, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, if you want to believe that, then, like, you're kind of controversial. Right. So, that's just kind of how I feel. Like, I just feel like it's, like, I, I, you know, I don't feel like, I don't feel like it's a sin. I don't feel like God can, you know. I mean, there are, like, there are people who, who murder people, who, like, th- there's no way that, like, you innocently loving someone else and being yourself and not hurting anyone. Mm-hmm. There, you, I just, you can't be punished for that. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that's always again one of my arguments is like, it's not hurting anybody else. It's not like it's literally none of anybody else's business. No, not no. at all. Like it's not like you're loving another human being. It's not like you're. I don't. I don't know. I don't even know. Like it's. It just baffles me. But like, what would you? Because like I was, like I had said, I was raised in that super, super judgmental environment that. Because I don't even like to say it's due to religion. I like to say that it's it's when people decide to use religion as, like, a front to be hateful. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I grew up in that environment. So what would you say to people who might not have a good relationship with religion but maybe want to again but are scared of that, of that judgmental environment again? What would you well, say I, to those people? I, as kind of, like, an example, like... Uh, I'll share this. Um, when I went to the Pride Festival in my town, it was downtown. So, like, there's buildings and, like, you know, we had a bunch of different things. Um, and on the corner of, like, where all the things were, there's a church. Mm-hmm. And there were men who don't attend any church within a 50-mile radius um, 
who were standing on the on the sidewalk with little like megaphones like telling shouting that like god hates pride god hates gay people we're going to hell da 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 mm-hmm. um he was like you they're lying to you like they just they just want you to go to hell like whatever mm-hmm. um if you kept walking past the ignorant um if you kept walking there was a church there and there was a, a, a preacher and some other ladies who worked for the church that were standing under a pride tent handing out like cookies and water bottles to people because it was like 90 degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like, you see people who like actually are religious and actual like Christians who actually love God. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they're the ones that are there and like welcoming you with open arms and supporting you and giving you things that you may need. Um, and not to say that every church is like that because I know that churches can be hateful, which I hate. Um, but I know that like, you know, preachers and people of the church can be hateful. And I know people have religious trauma and things that have happened in church. Um, and I personally never had that kind of experience, Mm -hmm. but to me, just like, I thought like, maybe if you, if you're like new to a town or maybe you're not, um, just like maybe look around for like, if you're interested in getting back into religion or like going to church, um, maybe just like look around for a church that is like, you feel like it's inclusive of everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, some churches, I can't imagine like a gay couple walking to church and someone being like, no, you can't worship here mm-hmm. because to me, that'd be like, I mean, like mega wrong, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more wrong than anything. Um, <laughs> But I, I, I would assume that, like, people in your community, like, would be able to tell you, like, yeah, like, my church, you know, like, would love that. Because the rumor of, like, gay people go to church and gay people aren't Christians, like, or religious at all, like, that's that's just a rumor. Like, there are people who are gay who, you know, go to church and people who are allies who go to church. Like, I don't know. I would just try to find, like, um, a church community, if you're interested, obviously, or, like, wanting to get back into it, that would that you know is accepting and loving of you. And if it's not, I wouldn't even try. Like, yeah. you don't force yourself to stay there. Um, a church is where you're supposed to go to feel, like, loved and accepted and welcomed and, you know, safe. And if you're not getting it, I like, try somewhere different. Right. Um, and I know church isn't for everyone, and that's another thing about, like, you know, like, pushing beliefs on people, like, if, like that's I would never do that like if you if you don't want to go to church like don't go like I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to convince you that the way that I live and think is right like no you live how you want I'll live how I want <laughs> like we're good um but no I would just really just a supportive like good community like a church community yeah. um and that would be like the best way to get back into it that's I love that and I love your your example because like I think it is important to show that not what we see a lot of and that hate we see a lot of is not the majority I feel like mm-hmm. which is great and which is why I was so excited that because I did see because I was like going through your page and stuff and I was like I did see that you're religious and I was like this will be a really great example yeah um, yeah because you know and especially for the longest time I'm getting back into like being like okay with like religion and stuff but like for the longest time I was like absolutely not that yeah. literally scarred me I can't no, thank no. you. <laughs> no. But I love having having you on here to to show that an example that it's not all hate and it's you're not you're not going to hell. <laughs> and the majority oh. of people aren't gonna think that. No, I know, and it's just terrible. Like I hate that that's become like what like Christianity or religion like in our society has like taught people because yeah. it's just so wrong. Like God, like, if, like, if speaking about that, like, God hated religion, so to, like, mm-hmm. make this, like, cult out of a religion, like, ugh. and I'm, like, those people who are standing there on the sidewalk, like, telling people that, like, God hates you because you're gay, like, those are the kind of people that drive people away from religion and, like, Christianity, because, like, if church was filled with those people, I wouldn't go. Mm-hmm. not, mm-hmm. because, I mean, that, that's, people want, like, I, I don't want to, you can want to be like a part of something that can be so negative and hateful when you know god loved everyone right (laughs) no yeah i I definitely think that's like that problem of because i i like i i have no problem with religion i personally am not like a religious person anymore but i have no problem with religion it's like organized religion i have a problem with because i feel like that's where we're seeing that hate come up and we're seeing that like 
like the I don't know I saw a TikTok it was like a Christian nationalist like rally or something and it was like so it was scary I was like this seems like a cult this seems like I don't know this gives the feel of like midsummer and that like I don't I don't like that I see like that's my thing is like I wouldn't like I'm I'm just a very anxious person like all the time so I have a hard time with like group settings anyway mm -hmm. but like when it comes down to, like, church and stuff, like, if it made me uncomfortable, like, I wouldn't go. Mm -hmm. And one of those, like, that would make me so uncomfortable. Yeah. And I, it's really just all about, like, finding the right, like, thing. And like I said, like, if you want, like, if you don't want to, then don't. Like, that's fine. Right. <laughs> but, like, if you are interested, then that would be, like, my best advice is to just, you know, like, try to just find something somewhere that like you feel supported loved and welcomed yeah. um because to me i think that's like what church is supposed to be about like yeah. supposed to love each other and support one another and you know that's... not pick and choose what parts of like the bible work right just... yeah so... <laughs> it is really frustrating and that's that was like i was like you can't because that's like in my dad that's how he is. He picks and chooses. Because he's, like, he he gives, like, he is not super into, like, gay being okay. But he's also, like, on his fifth wife. And I'm, like, that's not very Catholic of you if you're all super Catholics. Or, like, you're not supposed to have gotten divorced. No, and it's, and it's always, like, and I hate, like, saying this because if, you know, our followers listen to this, they're going to be, like, oh, girl she's gone off on a tangent but like <laughs> it's always like it's always the conservative guys that are like my age mm -hmm. that will willingly admit to sleeping with like 30 people mm -hmm. but yet they're like oh well that doesn't like go with my religion like like the the, the gay like oh like it, it doesn't go it goes against my religious beliefs i'm like oh okay yeah that does but <laughs> 30 people out of wedlock like if we're gonna get technical yeah you sleeping with them out of wedlock is technically a sin so that should go against your religious beliefs too yeah <laughs> it's the it's the hypocritical like it's like they just reach in and pick out what they can and can't do and then just go off of that <laughs> lying that would be and i'm like okay so if, if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna point at people and be like you're sinning by being gay i'm gonna be like okay so you've never told a lie you've never slept with someone before you're married like if you want to go down like the list like we can't but like why do we have to live like that like yeah. i just i don't understand it i don't understand it at all but you know like just be a, be a good person that's like, all like, that's all you gotta do <laughs> in a world full of so much hate like just be kind yeah. and and one thing that really stuck out to me about like this lady that goes to my church she um she's an emt mm -hmm. and one of the other things like along with like you know homophobia is like racism mm -hmm. like that drives me up a wall mm -hmm. and so like one of my biggest things like was we were sitting in like sunday school one day and she was talking about how you know like people don't accept gays like gay people and like gay whatever into the church and it's like she's like do you think that when i get a call like a 911 call for for to go take care of someone like when i get there am i supposed to ask like oh are you transgender mm -hmm. are you gay are you black like no because when it comes down to it like she's she's gonna save the life of her mm -hmm. and if everybody just lived like that like you know maybe you don't like people maybe you don't like these people but but like when you're in front of them and when you're you're in public like don't make an ass out of yourself <laughs> like right. just, just be accepting and loving of them like i don't understand what's so hard about that <laughs> like no literally this there it's it's people literally there is we're all people we're all skin and bones at the end of the day like it's <laughs> it's not that deep honestly <laughs> like i can't like i can't i it's so weird like I, I try to comprehend it all the time and i'm like oh no that doesn't make sense and i just can't imagine like waking up every day like stepping out of bed and like already being mad at the world just because people that are different than me like exist like what a sad life <laughs> it seems like it's so draining like it's that's so much more work than to just like be happy not with the work. like yeah <laughs> not like don't give a shit it's fine it's not it's not that hard 
No, it's not. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, earlier we talked about finding like that group of people that are going to support you. How do you go about finding that? Because that's obviously really important. But if you, you know, if your family, if you don't have that in your immediate family or maybe the friends you grew up with, how do you how do you go out and find people that are going to support you? Um, I that's actually like a really good question. I, um, when I, like during my junior year, like when I was really going through like the midst of everything, Mm -hmm. I was friends with this girl. Like we were like best friends and she just was all about like a party life. Um, Mm -hmm. and just wanted to, you know, and it wasn't that I had anything against that. Like you do you, but it was the fact that like, now she was like kind of like not wanting to come see me or hang out with me because she would rather be doing this and choosing this over me. Mm-hmm. And it was like, when I need like a best friend is supposed to be there for you. And like, if you can't even like be there for me because you're too drunk or whatever, like every night, then like, this is not a friendship anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of just like cut ties because she was bringing me down more than she was bringing me up. And it kind of just felt one-sided, which is very, like, tiring in a, in a friendship, relationship, whatever. Um, I don't want to have to put in all the effort. Like, it should be equal. Mm-hmm. Um, so we um, – I kind of, like, reached – I reached out to friends that I was friends with, like, in middle school, high school. Um, I've had, like, my friend – like, I have one best friend that I've been friends with since I was, like, nine. And, like, we're, we've been friends ever since. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like she was always there for me but I think like in your community like especially if you don't have like friends or like family like you grew up with or that you used to be close with um, I think maybe just like branching out and like seeing about like joining like a local support group or mm-hmm. like something you know because like I work for NAMI and there's a NAMI in every state even though I know that it's not like you know you could live here and it could be all the way up here but um you know, I, I think, like, they do, like, different things. But there are other organizations, like, within states and cities and stuff that, like, hold, like, you know, music nights or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, like, really just, like, reaching out and, like, trying to find, like, that good group of people, like, through maybe doing similar things. Mm-hmm. Um, like, my grandma take art classes. So, like, maybe taking an art class. If you like art, you could become friends with people who like art. You know, it's just mm-hmm. something like that. Um, I think, like, taking, doing activities that, like, you know, you know that you'll find joy in, mm-hmm. um, but like along the way, you can also find, um, those people who you know have similar interests, like doing similar things. Um, and so I think that's super important. I have a very small group of friends that I'm close with, like super close with, um, but I prefer it that way mm-hmm. because all of them are either in the middle of dealing with mental health or have in the past. And so it's like, I know that they get me, mm-hmm. um, go out in public and I would have a panic attack like it wouldn't be like oh my gosh like where is this coming from mm-hmm. like they know because like we they would know what it's like they would know like how to help me like I don't know just that kind of thing mm-hmm. um so just really finding people with like similar interests people who like care about like you know mental health things like that I think that's super yeah I love that you just you just gotta put yourself out there mm-hmm. I know it's hard for my social anxiety girlies <laughs> I <Yeah>. get it <laughs> Yeah, me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't like to leave my house. No, and there were times where I didn't, like, at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes, like, you know, coming out of your comfort zone, especially with, like, within, like, when you're when you're in the LGBTQ plus community and you don't feel comfortable with yourself. And, like, mm-hmm. I, sometimes, like, stepping out of your comfort zone is, like, the best thing you can do for yourself. Yeah. Um, that's, like, kind of how I overcame a lot of the anxiety that I used to deal with. It's just like, okay, this is uncomfortable, but if I do it enough, it'll be comfortable. Yeah. I think that's super important too. Yeah, that's like, and even if it's like starting with baby steps, like reaching out over social media, like if you find someone's account that you like and just be like, hey, you want to, you want to have it, like you want to chat? Like, <laughs> baby steps. But I, I like that if you do something enough, it's, it's going to become less uncomfortable. That's literally how I felt with like interviews for the podcast. Because, like, my first few interviews, I mean, even, like, my first 20 interviews that I've done for this, I was, like, wanting to shit my pants before, like, doing them. I was so nervous to talk to people and, like, meet new people. And now I'm, like, it's just part of the part of the podcast. And it's just something I do now. 
Yeah. So it really yeah. does get more. It, it it gets easier the more you do it. Yeah. No, I started talking to students like in classrooms in September. Mm-hmm. And the first time I ever did it was actually in my dad's classroom because he's a teacher. Mm-hmm. But like the trembling, the sweating, like yeah. was so, um, <laughs> everything in my power not to just like faint in front of everyone <laughs> freaking out. Um, but I did it like at least once a week, like ever since then, ever since like ever, until school ended, mm. um, like by the end I was getting, I was just like, whatever, now I'm mm. good. Um, but no, like it was definitely super uncomfortable at first. And I think that that's one of those like things, like, even if you don't have anxiety, like I think if something that you're doing, like you've never done before, of course it's going to be uncomfortable, mm-hmm. uh, but the more you do it, you know, the more comfortable it gets and you know, you can look back and be like, I've grown so much. Like, I couldn't do this before and now I can, which is what I love about it. So, yeah, me so too. Cool. It's it's a nice little, like, you pat yourself on the back and you're like, yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> good for me. Um, so, one of the last things I wanted to ask you about was, this is kind of not like a fun thing to talk about, but like safety within the community right now because I, there's rights getting taken away very quickly every day a lot more hate coming out in like violence and you know stuff like that so what are things that we need to be doing as people in the community as allies like safety wise and then what are ways that we can also fight back and and make a difference um honestly this is gonna sound like very political but like one of the biggest ways is like uh, educating yourself mm-hmm. uh, on who we trust, like running our states and countries. Mm-hmm. I think that's because the people who have the power to take away the rights, mm-hmm. um, it's essentially that decision is in our hands. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are always going to be those people who are like, you know, like, oh, like, I just don't want to vote. I don't like either of them. Like, educate yourself on which one is going to support you and your community. Mm-hmm. I think super important um your voice needs to be heard like it's crucial that you allow your voice to be heard Mm -hmm. um as far as like safety goes i i find it like heartbreaking that we have to have like the safety about you know like you don't want to go out in public because you're scared somebody might do something to you Mm -hmm. um you know somebody might get violent um i find it really immature and childish that people like will like grown adults will be like you know violent towards pride things in a store mm-hmm. um people who are you know are a part of the community in general mm-hmm. um so my like I guess my best advice for that would be like if you are like in an uncomfortable situation where you don't feel safe I would like try my best to remove myself from that situation mm-hmm. um we kind of like went blindly into the pride festival not knowing what to expect Mm -hmm. um you know like we were like okay like if it gets like if if people do get violent or something gets weird like we'll leave Mm -hmm. um but like kind of being aware of surroundings at all times and even me as like a straight woman like i still have you know everyone needs to be aware of their surroundings Mm -hmm. because scary things do happen um we do have a lot of violence in our country in general which is Mm -hmm. that um but yeah no I mean I think like I think pride festivals pride like you know marches like the parades like all of that like I think that's a really good way to fight back Mm -hmm. um the more that people show support for the like the LGBTQ plus community the more you're gonna have like you know, because it's like, if you have the majority of people, like, supporting them and, like, basically wanting these people to have equal rights, it's like, if, if a governor or a politician or whoever, like, gets up and says, like, I don't support them, this is going to be illegal, you're going to lose a lot of your, you know, your voting, your people. Um, and so I think that is also, like, super important because, like, people, like, politicians, like, do pay attention to that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to vote for someone who doesn't like, you know, LGBTQ plus people. I love South Carolina. We're a red state. Um, We currently have a governor that wants to make, you know, gay marriage illegal, Mm -hmm. uh, which is ridiculous. And I voted against that, but (laughs) conservative state over here. Yeah. Um, No, same in Georgia. (laughs) But 
no, I mean, honestly, I would think, you know, like, just if, if you are in a situation where you feel uncomfortable um, and you feel like someone's targeting you because, like, you know, you're gay, mm-hmm. I, I would I would leave. Mm-hmm. Um, you can always try to stand up for yourself. I'm never going to tell anyone not to stand up for themselves. I think that's super important. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, like, when things like weapons and, like, violence get involved, like, yeah. you remove yourself from the situation. Yeah. But, like, if someone were to say something to you in public about you being, like, I would, I would be like, I would say something back, yeah. you know, I'd for myself. Um, but yeah, no, I think like celebrating, you know, I feel like celebrating, you know, like getting together for pride and everything. I think that's important all year round. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that needs to just be like a June thing. Right. Because people are not only gay in June. Yeah. <laughs> They're gay all year. <laughs> I know it's crazy. Crazy <laughs> that we're gay all year. Like, and, and that's one of the, I got an argument on Facebook the other day about that, you know, because this guy that is, like, friends with my dad is, like, like, oh, I can't wait till June's over so I can stop seeing these drag queens and all this. I'm like, okay, well, I hope you know that that's year-round, not just June. <laughs> yeah. Um, But anyways, yeah, like, I think we should be celebrating these people and, like, you know, having festivals and marches and things like that all year because that's mm-hmm. only going to show, like, you know, that's only, like, it, it, it's just going to show more and more people that, like, you know, we there's a, a huge amount of people who support and love people within the LGBTQ community, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's really important. Yeah, definitely. So, so big big things are like vote and be aware of you know your surroundings. And I think another thing to be really important if you are in the community and you have a partner is like traveling with that partner. Make sure you do research on where you're traveling because like I know my girlfriend and I are going to Nashville uh for the Hosier concert in October and my mom was like I know this is gonna sound sucky but like there's a lot of anti-LGBTQ plus stuff happening in Nashville so like it's probably gonna be best to not necessarily show that you're a couple in public you know, so that's like a that's a, a, something you have to like a conversation you have to have with your partner if you're traveling um, in the U.S. and in different countries too, because that's another a big thing, unfortunately. But like, know where you're traveling and know what's going on there for sure. See, is like trying to like take away gay rights completely or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't like really like kept up just because I I don't ever go there, but. I know that I've read some stuff about it, which is just mm-hmm. sickening to me. Yeah. Um, that but yeah, no, I say voting just because, like, it's super important to have, like, mm-hmm. your voice heard so that we don't have people like that in office. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and that's one of my biggest things that I, like, always get frustrated with is, like, hey, like, I know that the little the things that you vote on, like, I know that they say, like, you can just push it. Like, you can push conservative or, like, Republican or Democrat, and it'll choose all the ones for you. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Don't you're voting. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just so important. Like, vote person, not party. It's yeah. so important. There are people within, you know, different parties that are going to support people, but you just want to make sure that, like, people that you love and yourself are getting, you know, the support in the state that they live in that they need yeah yeah definitely definitely do your research i remember in this last election when i voted i was like did days of research on each person and was like going through everything and it's a lot but it's really important to do that <laughs> i did the same thing i went and like listened to like the it's like the governor's candidates like speak i went and listened mm-hmm. to them speak um I, I wanted to know, like, what everything entailed, like, what, you know. Um, and so, yeah, we're still, we're still red state over here. We got a, we got a Republican governor, but same. I'm just hoping he doesn't make gay marriage illegal. Yeah, no, I, yeah, same, same here. I <laughs> know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know, I know, definitely. And, like, presidential election, too, big, like, don't. Do, do big research on that one. Please, please, please. Like, oh, God. Like, no one, no one elect Ron DeSantis into, into the presidency, please. I was literally going to say that. Like, <laughs> we cannot, like, no, 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 no. We don't, we don't need those kind of vibes. No, anyone but him. Like, <laughs> 
him, please. <laughs> like, it's not, he's a Republican, obviously, but just, like, just yes. don't, just don't even think about it. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, my, a lot of my family, like, the majority of my mom's side of the family lives in Florida. Mm-hmm. And they're all, like, woo, like, Ron DeSantis. No. <laughs> You're like, that's that horrible. <laughs> like, we, it is just insane because we, like, my grandma has my my grandma lives here like she's really come around with like the you know because her and my aunt were like registered republicans for like years mm-hmm. um, uh. but ever, they've come around a lot but like there is nothing republican about like my mom and dad like we're yeah. all like if he's a republican he ain't like he ain't for us <laughs> <laughs> he's not the one to vote for <laughs> I love that. that's exactly how i am so I love it. <laughs> if people like most of my friends are like the complete opposite and i'm like hey like we can be friends but we just won't talk politics <laughs> yeah 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 definitely <laughs> you're like that's just we'll just we'll just steer away from that we just won't bring that up we'll just you know keep that to like, that doesn't exist when we're hanging out <laughs> oh but it, it exists on my instagram because i'm so vocal about like what i believe in and it's honestly so ridiculous. And, like, people from high school, like, see what I post and, like, they unfollow me. And I'm like, look, if you can't, like, be civil outside of, like, you know, different opinion, mm-hmm. we weren't supposed to be friends. I don't need you. We weren't ever, like, I mean, come on. Like, <laughs> you're going to throw away a friendship over something like that. Like, it's just stupid. Right. And I'll you in the first place and that's just kind of the way i look at it and i know that sounds harsh but it's like no i think that's that's an incredibly healthy way to to look at that i think because i think if if we spend too much time getting hung up on oh well i did this and then this person didn't like me anymore it's i feel like that's a very easy way to slip and slide into like not doing anything to make a change anymore because you want to be liked Right, and and I struggled a lot with, like, um, in high school, like, caring what people thought about me, like, mm-hmm. I did my senior online, because, like, I was too anxious to go to school, but, like, even up until junior year, like, every day before school, I would wake up, and I would do my hair, and I would do a full face of makeup, and look, like, dress cute to go to school, mm-hmm. because I wanted to have a reputation, like, I didn't want people to think of me and be like, ew, like, she looks, like, she's ugly, like, she looks terrible when she goes to school, like, I wanted people to be like, you know, think that I looked good and wanted people to have, like, this good vision of me. And, like, ever since, like, going through, like, mental health stuff, it's, like, my brain has hurt me so much more than you ever could. There is mm-hmm. nothing now that someone could say to me that is, like, like, you could call me ugly, call me whatever, and I'm just, like, okay. No, yeah, cool. <laughs> like, my brain has tried to convince me that, like, I shouldn't be alive. So, I'm yeah. good, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we're... And honestly, I think negativity and, like, hateful things like that just project other people's insecurities. Yeah. Um, it's kind of sad because it's like, okay, like, you obviously have something going on that, like, you're trying to work out. Um, so, I'm going to leave you to that and let you figure that out. Then we can have another talk when you're, like, ready to be nice. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, like, acceptance and all that kind of stuff, like, was crazy for me. But now I'm just, like, to the point. Where I'm like, okay, like, I'm good. I don't need other people's approval or opinion on my life. Like, just going to keep sailing, smooth sailing like we are right now. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> I love that. That is uh, such a good good mentality to have on all that. So, yay. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, so, I think I've asked all my questions. Okay. Um. We talked about a lot. This is going to be a very long episode. I'm very excited about that. Um, If you could emphasize one thing for the listeners to take away from the conversation today, what would that one thing be? Um, Honestly, I think it would just be um, shift your focus to you um, and being who you are. and, and I think, you know, putting putting your own well-being, like, before anything else is, is just super important. Because I think that all ties together in, the, in, in a way that is, like, um, maybe other people don't like it. You know, maybe other people have something to say about it. But the most important thing is, like, you being able to be yourself and be happy. Mm-hmm. And, like, 
there's nothing that someone like nobody can take that away from you mm-hmm. and so I think that's super important I agree that is such a good note to end on thank you <laughs> perfect well thank you so much for for coming on this episode will be out tomorrow okay so perfect. I will I will tag you and everything on Instagram and send you the link Okay. Um, but thank you so much. I really, really appreciate you taking so much time out of your evening. Oh no, and thank you for having me. This is awesome and I hope you know, I hope that the listeners hope you guys can take stuff away from it. So yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean I if anything I took a lot away from it too. Oh so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, no, best of luck to you. We'll be in touch for sure. Thank you, yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, you guys, so that was Madeline Kivett. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation as much as I did, and I hope that you're able to take away a lot, and if anything, just take away to be yourself um, and fuck everybody else that tells you not to. Um, I really hope this was reassuring and comforting to those in the community. Um and to allies to just keep being allies and keep supporting your friends and family in the community. Um, I love you all so, 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 so much. Again, very, very happy Pride Month. Um, I love you all so much. If you ever need me, just message me on Instagram, on either my uh, personal Instagram or the Instagram for the podcast. I respond on both. Um... So yeah, uh, you are so important and you are so loved. And if nobody has told you yet today, I'm so, 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 so proud of you. You are amazing. You are so needed. You are so wonderful. I love you so, 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 so much. Um, If you want to reach out to Madeline, again, her Instagram and everything is going to be linked in the description of the episode. Um, Definitely reach out to her. Go check out her page. Um... And yeah, I love you all so much. Happy Pride Month, and I will talk to you in the next episode.